0: Welcome everyone, this is Privacy Ninja's first podcast. We'll be doing a weekly podcast whereby we'll touch on PDPA matters, we'll touch on recent issues regarding data privacy, and also we'll try to have a guest speaker on every podcast that will share with us tips and also share with us their business knowledge on how we can grow our business and any recent issues. With me today is Dexter Eung, CTO of Antihack. What Antihack does is it specialize in cybersecurity and pen testing services, whereby they find vulnerabilities Uh, in businesses and let them know and also our guest speaker today caleb is from genia an seo agency so over to you caleb you'd like to share with us what does genia does and also some seo tips on how businesses can grow during this uh, difficult period
1: yeah uh thanks for having me i'm really excited to kick off this podcast for you guys and uh, just glad to be here right um so okay so my name is caleb i'm from genia and my company does SEO and content marketing. And with that, we turn small businesses into industry leaders, right? So what SEO is, um, it's basically, it's the process of optimizing a website to rank on the first page of Google, right? Sounds simple. So uh, to to, ele- to elaborate, right? Think of SEO, uh, Google as a trusted friend, right? A, a, a friend who knows a lot of people and you want him to recommend your business to someone else. So let's say Dexter, right? Dexter knows me for a while. He knows I'm an SEO company. And somebody comes along and say, hey, Dexter, do you know an SEO company to recommend? Right? Why would Dexter recommend me? Right? It would be because he knows me. He knows I know my stuff. He knows that I'm good, right? He wouldn't recommend me just because he, know I, he knows I do SEO. That's not how the world works. So the same thing for Google. Just because you have a website doesn't mean Google will put you on the top page. You have to show Google that you're good, that your content is great, and that you give the users what they want to see. So that is what SEO is about.
2: Yeah. So there's a lot of SEO companies out there, right? There's some even going for five hundred dollars a month, and there's really almost a lot. If you Google SEO agency or SEO consultant, there's flooded. So how how can you tell us how you different from the rest?
1: Alright, that's a great question. Uh, we we've recently we we've spoken to quite a few, and you know, we've had a lot of people undercutting us, right? Uh, they tell us to have people who charge five hundred dollars for what I'm charging, right? Which is higher than that. And there are even people in India charging just $200, right? Uh, so how we are different from most SEO companies, most traditional agencies in Singapore, is the way we approach SEO. So the traditional SEO companies will come in, right? So I'll just give you an example, which is a chiropractic client of mine. Right? Uh, he worked six months with an agency, right? And after six months, he had no results at all. And why that sucks, one, is because of, of course, uh, the money you waste. But more important than that, right, is the six months that you wasted. Because in six months, you could have done a lot in terms of SEO, in terms of growing leads, in terms of growing your business. But in these six months, nothing happened because you chose the wrong company. And, and how we're different from them is, again, the way we approach SEO. To so them, all they were trying to do were to rank for keywords related to the treatment that this chiropractor was doing. Right? So, he uh, chiropractor, they adjust the entire spine. So, they look at treatments uh, for headaches, neck pain, you know, knee pain, and these are all the keywords that they're doing, right? But they didn't consider that actually not many people are searching for this kind of treatments. you know, to us from right now, if, if I have a knee pain, which I do after some running, right? The first thing that I do isn't to search for knee pain treatment, but it is to search for knee pain after running, right? I may not be looking immediately for a solution, but I may be trying to understand my problem, right? So a lot of traditional SEO companies don't get that. They're all trying to compete to rank on the first page for knee pain treatment, neck pain treatment. And so firstly, it's very competitive. Right, When it's very competitive, you may not be able to rank on the first page for it within a short period of time. Secondly, the search volume is low. Right? There's a much bigger opportunity in searching for solution, uh, for solution, uh, researching the problem rather than researching the treatment. Right? So this is something that not a lot of SEO companies do, based on our experience of the clients coming to us. Right? In fact, we have two chiropractic clients who both had the same problem. Right? <laughs> the previous SEO company did nothing for six full months, so they wasted money, but more importantly, they wasted a lot of time. Right And um, how we, we, what what we really do and where we really stand out is our vision for every client that we work with. Right. We don't just want to rank you for when people are searching for you. We want to turn you into a content hub. And what we mean by content hub would be a resource of information for all questions regarding your industry. Right. So again, back into the health-related industry, if you're a PCM, if you're a chiropractor, a, a group of people we work closely with, you know, a lot of searches are not when A lot of questions people have, it's not like... Uh, I need a chiropractor they're searching things like i have a headache right what what is the reason for it what's the call what's the the cause? what what are the symptoms right what are some exercises that I can do on myself to relieve this pain so we want to help our clients have all this information that answers every single question a, a searcher can have right so one this increases the web traffic because you have you have traffic coming in from all angles right people have all kinds of questions will come into your website secondly you establish, you establish yourself as an expert and an authority in your field. Right, because if I've, I now have uh, knee pain and I search and, I, and your website, I get everything I need about knee pain. When I'm ready to look for treatment, I wouldn't be going to the GP on the street beside me. Right? I would go to you because you gave me all the information and I have confidence that you are the one to be able to get me back into shape. Right? So that's where we are different from the most SEO companies in Singapore.
0: Okay, thanks, Caleb. Wow, well, I already learned a lot. But also, I keep hearing you mentioning uh, keywords and content hub. Does it mean that when a company has good SEO in place that because when a potential customer uh, types in you know, a certain keyword on, on Google search engine you know, or when they're searching for articles like you mentioned, how can I uh, alleviate yeah. my pain, you know? So yeah. because your articles are ranked high or your website is shown on the first page, that's why people will be more inclined to engage your, your company or your business. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. So, you know, first things first, let's not talk about people engaging your service. Right, because again when people are searching for uh, a particular topic, they may not know they need a they need your service. They may even know your service ex uh, exists. So let's just talk in terms of privacy ninja. Right? How many people know they need a DPO? Probably out of ten, only two people know. Right? I didn't know that before yeah. I met you guys. So yeah. they will probably be searching for for things like um what what is PDPA, right? Because they heard of it somewhere. Or what it is or they might be searching for something like uh, can I? how do I register for DNC? Or, or you know, a question like that. So that is where if you are able to educate them well, they will be very likely to come back to you when they're ready to buy, right? So that is the idea of it. If you're just going to target people who want a DPO, they're going to have a very, very small market to work with, right? Again, if you are a lawyer, and, you know, in the legal service, there are so many services. There's uh, uh matrimonial law, there's criminal law, there's corporate law. Not everybody knows they need a lawyer, or not everybody wants a lawyer yet, right? but they might have a question, right? Like maybe it's this, I, I just beat somebody up on the street, and uh, I, I don't know if I, I'm in really in trouble, as in I know that I, I'm in trouble, but I don't know whether I can be arrested for this offence, or whether I can be charged. So I should for something like voluntary, causing court, Is it an arrestable offence. So that's these are kind of, the kind of keywords that you want to rank for as well, not just when somebody's looking for a criminal lawyer. So when you're a content hub, you will have answers for all these questions. So no matter what I'm searching, as long as it's related to legal uh, legal things, I'll find your website. So that is the idea of becoming a content hub, because only when you become a content hub will you be able to con- uh, capture the searches and the traffic from everybody. And so once you have everybody reading your website and everybody trusting you and your brand, when they're ready to buy or when they're ready to get a solution, you can be sure that they'll come to you first. Right, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, thank you, yes. Caleb. I really learned a lot through your explanation now. I have a much clearer picture. So then, can you also give some free tips for our listeners on how they can improve their SEO? Uh, let's say if their business do not have the budget to engage a SEO consultant or agency like Junior, what can businesses do on a primary level to increase their SEO at all?
1: Okay, so if a business does not have a budget, then they better have time, right? <laughs> if you don't have a budget, you got to have time. Um, but anyway, I just want to share a, a quote that I saw recently that I really fell in love. Uh, so this quote says, it is 10 times more valuable for a business to grow than it is for a business to save money, right? So if, if you have no budget at all, then all right, that's fine. But if you have a budget, right, you've got to put it into your business, whether it's in advertising, it's in SEO, it's in hiring salespeople. This is something you cannot escape from. You cannot not put money or time in your money and expect your business to grow. It just, life just doesn't work like that, right? So if now you don't, you don't have the money, but you have the time. So here's, here's what you need to do, right? The first thing first is you've got to understand your audience. Right. Who are these people that you want buying your products? Who are these people you want reading the information that you have? And how we do that would be through keyword research, right? Next year, we call it keyword research, which really is just understanding what people are typing into Google, right? Um, so think about this about it this way. Right now, you are let's just say you are a parent, okay? And you are researching a tuition for your child. What would you search, right? Uh, you could search tuition Singapore, or you could search... A more location-specific keyword. We like even tuition. search the okay, subject. Yeah. <laughs> so or like or like tuition. tuition.
2: Yeah. Chinese yeah. tuition. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So same. It could be tuition. You could be a chiropractor. You could be a lawyer. You could be an accountant. Firstly, you need to put yourself in the shoes of your your ideal buyers. What are they going to search for you? Right. So we go on the most basic level. Your service directly. Right. So if I'm SEO, I'll be SEO Singapore. For you guys, it would be DPO uh, as a service or DPO Singapore. That is the first way, understanding your target audience. Then we want to go a bit deeper. So when they're not looking for a solution or when when they don't know what this solution is, right? when they're researching the problem, what are these keywords that they're going to use? So in my case, it could be, how can I improve my web traffic? Or how can I grow my sales? In your case it would be, how can I be PDPA compliant? Or is it an offense not have a DPO? Something they could be searching, right? For a lawyer, it could be, is negligence a thought? Or when should I engage a lawyer, something like that. So these are, uh, okay, one more example, so like for a TCM, is acupuncture pain. Again, this is a kind of question that people might ask. So we have to go deeper. The first step, we want to look at the most basic level, what people are searching when they want our service. And then we go one step deeper, and then say, what are people searching when they have a problem that I solve, and they may not know what these services are. Right? So once we have a good idea of what this is, we will have to use tools, right? Um, tools are softwares that will be able to tell us specifically what people are searching for and the and the search volume there are every month, right? Search volume and the difficulty. So some tools that are out there will be Uber suggest, right? Or keywords everywhere. They're pretty good tools that will they will tell you how many people are searching for these keywords, how competitive they are, how likely you are to rank for. So that is the first step. You've got to understand what your people target market is searching for, and then understand whether a lot of people are searching for them, and then understand whether it is realistic for you to rank for it.
0: Okay thank you Caleb so now we understand the importance of SEO right yeah, yeah i got some
1: questions
2: so hard. i actually want to ask um so what is the difference between uh, social media and SEO maybe you can tell us more about that
1: yeah, yeah great question uh, oh i'm so happy you asked that <laughs> <laughs> then right, i so in our know, social media when people are on okay let's let's talk about intent so when somebody's on social media what's your intention
0: to um, make more, more people up. aware for your
1: business, <laughs> I think. I know. Okay. Let's let's talk in terms of cons- on the consumer's point of view. So, what would your intention be when you're on social media?
2: Look at what friends are doing. Or... yeah, yeah.
1: Right. So that's the, so that's what it is, right? Um, the intention of the consumer is just to look around and see what their friends are doing. They're not there to buy. They're yeah. not there to shop. They're not there to solve a problem. Right. So in social media marketing, let's talk about advertising because that's more targeted. So social media advertising you identify your ideal prospects, right? Uh, your ideal buyers, same as SEO, and then okay. you categorize them into their demographics, right? Uh, maybe their age, maybe their jobs, and then you, you categorize them in, in based on their interest. Whether they like sports, whether they like uh, entertainment, well, like if you're a business, if you are a, a B2B, you're selling, some, you're selling B2B, you probably go for the interest based on like, you know them watching Shark tanks, like them following Entrepreneurs Magazine. So that's how you target people. And it, it, it's actually pretty accurate, I've got to admit. But then again, just because somebody is in your demography, they may not be looking for your solution. Right? So an example would be, again, DPO. Right. Let's just use, use you guys as an example. Every business needs a DPO, but not every business is in the market for a DPO. So you advertising DPO as a service or PDPA training to business owners on Facebook may have a very low conversion rate because half of the people, they don't understand the seriousness of PDPA. So they just see your ad, they scroll past. And that is why the conversion rate is usually quite low. right? And then you end up paying a lot of money, at, but people are ignoring your ads. One is because they're not in the mood to buy. And secondly, it's not just not the right timing or they just don't care. However, now we talk about SEO. So what's the difference? Now people are searching for your service. So if somebody is searching DPO Singapore, you can be sure that they want a DPO. So the conversion rate for SEO is much higher because the intent to buy, the intent to engage, or at least the intent to research your product means a pain is there. A need has to be solved. That is why SEO is more potent because of the intention. And another thing is that SEO is free. Um, Of course, you might have to pay to get people to rank you on a top page, but the traffic that comes from Google is free. So you don't have to pay for the traffic coming in. Whereas for advertising, let's say you have a $1,000 budget. $1,000, $1,000, to be honest, can't really get you anywhere in terms of advertising. right? So let's say in five days or 10 days, depending on how you set it, your $1,000 ad budget is gone, you're not going to receive any traffic from them anymore. right? There's no sympathy, there's no consolation like, oh, your $1,000 didn't get you any client, let me send you another 500 people to your website. It doesn't work like that. Once your ad budget is gone, it's all gone. You're not going to get any any more mentions, you're not going to have your, your website shown. Whereas on Google, there is no limit. You're there on the first page because your website is good and your website deserves to be there. So you continuously get traffic. So there's no limit. You could be getting 10,000 people to your website every month. 100,000, 200,000, it doesn't stop. So first you get the intent it's un- and it's unlimited. And finally, people trust Google. So I believe if you go to, a, if you see certain ads on Facebook, right? especially now you have everybody suddenly becoming an internet millionaire and everybody's suddenly going around teaching everybody how to make online money online.
0: True, you, a
1: lot of times yes. you will think, ah, that's a scam. <laughs> They might not be a scam and they probably are not mm-hmm. a scam. But people still think they are a scam. You know, it's just a perception because it's an advertisement. All you have to do is pay to have your ad shown. There's no credibility over there. Right? Whereas on being on the first page of Google, people trust that because they know, they know you can't pay to get there. You've got to have some sort of substance. So yeah. SEO, being on the first page, gives people the confidence in your business. It lets people trust your business. So firstly, you get an audience who wants what you have. You have a good amount, right? A lot of people coming for free. And finally, you build authority and trust in your brand. Right, so that is why SEO is the most powerful marketing strategy you can have, right? And the most cost-effective one.
2: Yeah. So this is actually a very good work from home tip for all those audiences out there that is listening. So don't spend, don't waste your money on social media marketing if you are just starting out. Just focus on SEO and be patient and build up content, and build up your reputation.
1: Yeah. yeah. And um, just to add in there, so I'm not saying don't do any social media advertising or pay click. It really mm. depends on where you are at. So right now, if you need immediate sales, right? Right now, you need sales tomorrow. If not, you're gonna die, right? Your company cannot survive, you cannot pay your staff. Then yes, advertising might be the way to go because you need immediate sales. SEO is a long term game. Yeah. But if you have if your company is in it for the long term, right, you're gonna be around for one say one year, right? 10, 20, 30 years. You have to invest in SEO. Because that is a yeah. long-term strategy that will really bring you an ROI in the long run.
0: Okay, yeah, thanks so much for sharing, Caleb. And also, I understand that uh, Genia also does free consultation for businesses, right? Who want to see uh, how SEO can help them and find out more information. So how can our listeners, okay, business owners who are listening in, how can they uh, contact Genia?
1: Okay, so you can head over to our website. Um, I think it's in the, it's in the notes, right? That we're going to share it over
2: in there. the show notes below. Yep, yep. Yep, so in.
1: over there, there's a, there's a contact form. Just fill it up. We'll be in touch. And what we'll do is we'll first help you identify what your prospects are searching for. We'll show you what your, your competitors are doing and then we'll give you some suggestions. We don't work with every business that comes to us because again, we say we, we want to turn businesses into a content hub. So we choose the people that we work with very carefully, right? but still fill up the form. We'll have a chat. And even if we don't end up working together, I promise you, you'll be getting massive value just from a short chat with us. We will still give you a lot of ideas. And at, at the end of the session, you're going to feel enlightened, right? You're going to have at least a good sense. If sometimes SQ if, is if not for you, I'll tell you SQ is not for you, right? If advertising is the way to go, we we, we will tell you that. So you can be sure, just fill up the form and we will give you a lot of value. I think you really learn a lot from that session.
0: Okay, so now that we know that how important online marketing is, uh, SEO is, so when businesses collect more information, also at the same time they're collecting more personal data as well because it's, uh, after all, uh, leads, right? So as businesses collect more data, that's when PDPA also come in. So every company under the Personal Data Protection Act, they're supposed to have regulations in play, they're supposed to you know, comply to certain clauses, certain laws, have the procedures, policies in place. So as a business grows, as a business scales, they collect more information. That's when they need to be ever vigilant. They are always compliant. So not only, uh, Genia, that you are giving a free consultation, but also Privacy Ninja, we are having a free health checkup that businesses can take a quick quiz and then they'll know what's the rough gauge of their PDPA compliance. So we'll be adding that to the uh, show sure notes. Yeah. Yeah, into, into the show notes as well.
2: So, we have come to the end of our first episode of our podcast. Thanks for listening to Privacy Ninja's podcast. If you have any questions, please let us know. And also do check out the interesting links we have in the show notes. Bye.